Another edition of 99 Questions. Uh, this is, of course, an oddly numbered interview show where we ask all sorts of interesting people, interesting questions. And join with me today. Oh, you know her. She's an actress. She's a voice actress. And a little game, ever heard of it, called Hades? Uh, from the, uh, the character who I'm, I'm sure I'm going to butcher, Megara? Megara. Megara. I'm more familiar with the Disney Hercules version, and that's yeah. only a one syllable Meg, so I didn't want to cheap out and just go with that. But hey, you can do that. Even you know, even Supergiant refers to Meg as Meg. So my okay. mom butchers it worse than anyone, and she's heard me talk about it for years, and she's like, Majara. <laughs> and I'm like, Mom, how many times do I have to tell you? It's Megara, it's not that hard. Uh it's Avalon Penrose. Avalon, <laughs> thank you so much for uh, joining me here. Sorry for completely interrupting your intro. It was, it was perfect. perfect. It's perfect. <laughs> thank you for having me. Oh, it's it's an honor. It's an honor. Um, and we got uh, so many darn questions here. Uh, but where would we be before we got to those questions if we didn't have a couple terms and conditions, a couple ground rules right up front just to set the tone? Yeah. Uh, such as... Ground rule number one, uh, take as much time or as little time as you need to answer a question. If a yes or no suffice, give me a yes or no. If a short story about your life helps us get a better understanding of that answer, I want to hear that story. Uh, ground rule number two, this ain't a Wolf Blitzer interview. Is he still around? I don't know. Uh, <laughs> uh, I don't think there's anything too controversial in here. Uh, but if you want to pass over anything, we can pass. No judgment, no hard feelings. Okay. Uh, and despite the name of the show uh, being 99 Questions, uh, I haven't counted recently. Uh, some of these are just words that I put a question mark at the end of. Some of these are just straight up prompts. Let's not get too specific about the wording of question, despite it being one of only three words in the title of this podcast. Uh <laughs> So, that being uh, bared in mind, bored in mind, words are difficult. Uh, first of those non-questions, Avalon, are you ready? I am indeed. Oh boy, here we go. <laughs> Question number one. What's the perfect breakfast? Okay. I eat the same thing every morning. Oh boy. <laughs> every morning, I try to make avocado toast. Mm. <laughs> Dave's killer bread, the thinly, thinly sliced. Of course, because the other ones are just a little too big; they don't fit in my toaster oven. Uh, so thinly sliced avocado toast, spinach, mm. and I'll, normally raw, and then a sunny side up or over easy egg on top. That's my ideal breakfast. Every wow! Morning. Now what's I get the avocado toast. I get the egg. What's the spinach doing? Is it just kind of lying there? Or, like, <laughs> is it? Okay. <laughs> so, 
I have a thing with spinach that's unfortunately like gotten a little out of hand recently Mm -hmm. and it led to a borderline intervention a couple nights ago actually where because I eat spinach almost every meal I just put it in everything like I, I eat spinach every morning and almost every lunch and almost every day good gravy okay it, it got to the point where for like if i was performing and i had a show people instead of bringing me flowers would bring me boxes of spinach <laughs> you've become a popeye of yourself i am yeah. not kidding but then my my current like housemate had a borderline intervention with me where they like went online and looked up the effects of eating spinach every day and they're like it can mess up your calcium and all this stuff like it was a real intervention so this was just a couple nights ago so i've been actually trying to cut back and i haven't had any spinach today (laughs) we're all very proud we're all very proud (laughs) yeah (laughs) that's perfection right there i mean uh Question number one, done. <laughs> Mark it in the books. Uh, question number two. Who's the coolest dude? Uh, I would say the coolest dude I know personally is is my one of my best friends named Garrett. He and I met scuba diving. He's like my coolest person in my life. He's the one. Uh, he lives in New York, so him and I have quite a time difference when we talk, but he's the coolest dude. In my life. I wow. love it. I love it. Garrett, trophies in the mail. <laughs> uh, question three. Steak, chicken, or fish? Ooh. Uh, I So I'm one of those people that goes in and out of being plant-based. Mm. So my answer is definitely, I've always had a little bit of like a thing with fish where I I really do like the taste of fish but because I'm a scuba diver Mm. and I spend every day in the ocean and I see them I really am like oh I should I shouldn't eat fish so I've been actually even though I live in Hawaii I've been trying to not eat fish so I eat chicken almost exclusively nice chicken and spinach good combo (laughs) uh question four best gift you've ever gotten oh I would say uh, it wasn't necessarily like wrapped in a bow, but the best gift I've ever gotten was um, my my aunt helped me buy my my first real car. So we, we kind of both were able to go in on a down payment and I had not had a car that was functioning uh, until I turned 20 after I was 22, after I graduated college. So it was like my first big purchase, but I wouldn't have been able to do it on my own. And it was the best gift ever because that car has basically become my safe space. I love it. I spend way too much time in my car (laughs) and it's the best possession I've ever owned. Amazing. Oh, what, what kind of car? A Toyota Corolla. Whoa. (laughs) Reliable beyond measure. Of course. Of course. Insert Toyota's tagline here, whatever yes. it is. I have no idea. I don't know. <laughs> right. I would say I'd add it in post, but I'm probably yeah. not going to do that. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's it's one of those things where I think that I literally spend at least like 
an hour more every day than I should in my car. Like I just, once I get home, I just keep sitting in my car. It's where I like do my thinking. Mm. I like practice things in there. It's just my little, my little home. It's great. <laughs> Shout out to Toyota. They, they know what they're doing. Uh, question five. Best gift you've ever given. So I love writing songs. Mm. I'm a huge fan of writing songs. And so for a couple of like my closest friends' birthdays and, um, and special occasions, I will write people songs. And so I've done it a handful of times. I would say probably the best gift I've ever given was uh, I helped a group of, like basically a group of neighbors. I wrote a song for a woman who just lost her husband and I wrote their mm. love story into a song and I performed it for her and I made it a video that she could play at her husband's memorial service about their love story. And it was really, really sweet. And it was like funny oh. because they had a really funny love story. And so that was like my favorite gift I ever got to give. That's unbelievable. Yeah. That's like a, a lifetime movie. Like that's <laughs> incredible. It was really, really amazing to get that opportunity. And I didn't even know her, but we just sat together for an hour and she told me their love story and I immediately was so inspired and, and I just wrote them a song. Oh, I love that. That's so good. Uh, question six. What did you want to do for a living when you were a kid? Oh, when I was a kid, I remember finding actually my little book that my kindergarten teacher made us Ooh, make. Oh, yeah. And it said, when I grow up, I want to be, and I put a bus driver. <laughs> oh. Because I, I had recently gone on a field trip, and I was like, this job seems amazing. <laughs> and so, yeah, that's what I wanted to be. But then pretty soon after, I decided I wanted to be an actor. Nice. And then I changed like 80 times. So. Very similar fields in, yeah. in, the, in the end, yeah. <laughs> Question seven. What's the largest animal you can beat in a fight? A house cat, probably. <laughs> mm -hmm. If that. Um, I am not good with, I mean, maybe fish. I could, probably, I could probably take on like a small shark because I feel very comfortable in the water. On land, I'm like a walking disaster. I can't. I have no coordination. I'm very bad at reactions. Mm -hmm. And so if something started charging me, I mean, it's, I, it's going to win. That's Whatever it is. Been like I've been mauled by a dog literally three times. Oh no. <laughs> I didn't win that fight. Like okay. the same dog over the course of multiple years. Wait, it was the same dog? <laughs> yeah. He kept mauling me. I almost so lost a my eyeball. Oh my God. This dog has a has a real problem with you. Apparently. It was a miniature schnauzer. Oh boy! So that's the that's the largest animal I and I couldn't take it in. So that's that's too much. Yeah. So, <laughs> so anything smaller, maybe. Yeah, house cat does seem about right. Now that yeah. you're laying out the facts here, yeah. Yep. And I have successfully fended off a house cat attack. So I'm speaking from experience. There it is. Uh, question eight, who's someone you look up to? I really look up to Phoebe Waller-Bridge. Mm. I'm a huge fan of 
her style of telling stories and how authentic she is and how patient she was with her career. I really love that. And yeah. I've loved listening to her interviews. And I'm just a huge fan of her in general. She's killing it. She's killing it. Question nine. First album you bought with your own money. Uh, my guess is how old? I think, okay, this is like really, really niche. Oh, boy. Um, but I, the first thing that like sticks in my mind, a band I was obsessed with when I was probably nine, and I think I at that point would have bought this with my own money, was a weird boy band that was not boys. It was like grown men and one and one boy. Okay. <laughs> and it was called Celtic Thunder. They were an Irish band that sang. Yes. <laughs> they sang like group songs together, including Danny Boy and random Irish jigs. All the hits. Yeah. All the hits. And I was literally so obsessed with them. That when I was about nine, I saw them in concert, waited outside by their trailers, and like sobbed when I met them. <gasps> wow. Yeah. Yeah. It was pretty intense. <laughs> that's amazing. Yeah, so I, that's the first one that comes to mind. That's what I can think of. I love it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Celtic. I mean, how could you beat Celtic Thunder, of all things? <laughs> it's very random. I'm actually surprised that memory came back to me, but it was the first thing that came to my mind. That's perfect. Uh, question 10. What's your go-to karaoke song? Ooh, uh, Before He Cheats. Carry Ooh. Underwood. It's, it really gets the crowd going. Now that I think about it, yeah, Carrie Underwood has, like, at least three or four songs that would just, like, light up a karaoke yeah. stage. Like and That one is killer for bringing all the ladies together. It's just, all of a sudden, you just, like, and I dug my keys, and everyone's like, "Yeah!" <laughs> and you feel like a superstar. I'm like, "God, I'm a country star right now." I'm like freaking on this stage, just like everyone's screaming along with me. It's beautiful. Oh, it's a magical time. Uh, question eleven: What's the last song that you listened to? Oh, uh, it's called "She Lays Down," the 1975. Hmm. Uh, my friend sent it to me, and it's a very emotional song. Oh, really interesting. I've never heard of this, but... It's like acoustic. It's, it sounds like he just recorded it in his bedroom. You very well might have at this point. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. Question 12. What's a band or musical artist you want to hear more from? One of my favorite... <laughs> one of my favorite bands was... All through college was this band, Fiddler, and like hmm. it's basically a really interesting. Like they have a really cool story. Just a bunch of guys that at one point were like all super crazy partiers, all this stuff, like doing a bunch of drugs, and then got sober. Did another album where they were like sober, and I just feel like they've got really cool trajectories with like their story and and kind of seeing them change and grow and i love just like hearing their new music i love when they put out new music it's just a really random group but i'm a big i'm a big fan of them That's what, what, what was the name one more time fiddler it's like a an acronym 
Oh, okay. Like F I D L A R. Hmm. Yeah. Fiddler on the roof. I don't know. There's something <laughs> there, maybe. It stands uh, for F it dog. Life's a riff. Oh, that's, that's better that's, than my pun. That's yeah. good. <laughs> yeah. Uh, question 13. What's a song that brings the most emotion out of you? Oh. Oh. Can I cuss? Absolutely. Okay. It's the song Norman Fucking Rockwell by Lana Del Rey. I mean, Ooh. I can just play that song in my car. <laughs> Either that or Welcome to the Black Parade, My Chemical Romance. Now you're talking my that, language. Um, there it is. When I play that, okay, those are two completely different emotions. But if we're trying to get me like sad and vulnerable, that's Lana Del Rey. But if we're trying to get me like amped and like screaming, that's Welcome to the Black Parade. Oh, that second when I was, like, I could shatter any piece when of glass. I, I <laughs> oh. It's like, oh, God, yes. Rules, rules. Which, by the uh, for the sake of a couple questions, go. That's my go-to karaoke song no because way! you will level that room with that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh it's so good. Uh, fourteen. Uh, What's your favorite music video? Um, probably like the one that. Oh God. Oh. Why is this? I have literally not been hung up on any question. We gotta shut it down. We gotta oh, shut it no. down. Where do you... okay, okay, okay. <laughs> no, take uh, it down. Stop overthinking it. Um, <laughs> I know, I'm scared people are gonna look this up and be like, that's her favorite music video? <laughs> How embarrassing. I don't know. I, I, I can really only think of, like, my favorite song, and I just really, I don't, I, there's nothing particularly amazing about the music video, but one of my favorite songs is called Almont Gardener by a singer, Courtney Barnett. Mm. And I really do love that music video. It's just really interesting. And I just think she's super cool. And I love the song. That's the main thing. I just love the song. I guess that I've never really been like a huge. I'm totally going to think of one as soon as like this interview is over. And I'm going to be like, no, <laughs> I should have shared that with people. <laughs> but yeah, I'll go with that. Okay. At least for now. We'll put the asterisks on it. Yeah. Uh, Fifteen. You got a million dollars, but you have to donate it all to charity. What charity is it going to? The Trevor Project. That's Mm. always been my my go-to charity to support when, you know, I'm doing a lot of things. I'm a huge advocate for taking care of LGBTQ youth and, and mental health. And I think that that is just a really phenomenal charity that does great work. That's excellent. Yes. Uh, 16. Favorite holiday? My favorite holiday is probably... Uh, I think my favorite holiday is... New... I don't know. I want to say New Year's Eve. Okay. Even though I've had, like, more bad New Year's Eve <laughs> than good, I think mm-hmm. that it's just the pure uh, chaos of it attracts me to the holiday. And I literally never know what's going to happen any New Year's. And I've just had so many strange experiences. There's something beautiful about it because it's it's pure chaos. It's basically fit as much chaos as you can before midnight and then have this weird sense of like, 
well, there's <laughs> new fullness. <life. laughs> yeah, this anything yeah. can happen now. Now I'm repented from everything that I just did for the last three hours. Like, yes, exactly. And I'm a huge. I think that they refer to people like me as like Monday starters, right? The people who are like, I'm gonna do that. I'm gonna start on Monday. I'm gonna, I'm like that person who's 100 percent like. The new year is going to change everything, baby. I am a new woman. And so I really look forward to it, even though it literally never changes anything. And, uh, and half the years I do have actually really, um, embarrassing nights. So, but it's fine. That's the point of the holiday. I mean, probably not, but in in my eyes, that's the point of it. I fully agree. Yes. Uh, 17. What's your go-to drink when you walk into a coffee shop? I like a half-sweet vanilla latte with almond milk. This because... was starting as a song, it like, <laughs> but I like it. I like it. Yeah, half-sweet vanilla latte, almond milk. That's mm. it. It's a go-to. I like it. The ideal. Uh, 18. This is probably the most controversial question we got. Born oh. you right here. Spell the word. Gray. Oh, G R A Y is me. Wow. Yeah. I've never used the E ever. Maybe. <sighs> Firmly Team A Y. Yeah. A, a stunning blow to Team E Y's across the nation. Absolutely. Uh, question 19. What's your prized possession? My prized possession is my vehicle. My car is my prized possession. I will. Hold on to that baby until I run it into the ground. <laughs> Toyota, you hearing this? This <laughs> Toyota, isn't worth the sponsorship. Pay uh-huh. me. <laughs> <laughs> I have done so much for your company. Uh, uh, question 20. Are you competitive? Absolutely. Wow. I will. Not only am I competitive, I'm bad at most things. And <laughs> I have no problem still talking trash about things that I know I can't actually deliver on. So sports, terrible. I never did any sports growing up. Uh, Well, I did. I actually played soccer, but then I immediately quit that for theater. Um, And still, throughout college, I would, like, be challenging people to, like, I bet I could. I, like, challenged this one really close friend of mine that I would be able to beat him in a mile swim. And I didn't swim. And I (laughs) did things like that. Because I thought that I could, because I have really high uh, expectations for myself. And I'm like, I can do literally anything. And if I don't do things well, within like two times, I get angry at myself. I give myself two times to learn something. And if I don't learn it, I like, a, I think I'm bad. And that like, I'm, I'm not good enough. Crazy. This is fascinating. <laughs> yeah. Interesting. I'm recently learning surfing, and day one, I stood up on three waves, and I was like furious at myself. I was like, "How did I only get three? By day two, I literally stood on every single wave. Day two, because that's like how much in my mind I was like, "You are not letting yourself down." Yeah. Amazing, amazing. Uh, (laughs) Don't take that as me being good. I only ride the white water. (laughs) Hey, still. More than I could do. Uh, 21. Do you consider golf a sport? Oh, yeah. I mean, I don't think 
I'm I okay. That's a sport I have attempted, and I'm so bad at. I I got so frustrated. I'll never try it again. I literally don't think I'll ever try golf again. It doesn't entertain me, but I understand that some people view it as a sport, and I think it's hard. So yeah. There you go. Uh, twenty-two. I think we got a little answer. Have you played any sports? Yes. Okay. So I played soccer growing mm-hmm. up. Uh, I was on an intramural, like just basically a recreational league <laughs> for soccer, football, and basketball while I was in college. Mm. And we won the championships in basketball. Oh. I played for thirty seconds. I think. <laughs> So yeah, I yep. play sports. Um, <laughs> I I love running. I mean, I don't actually. I don't love it, but I did run for a period of time. And then I like like extreme sports. Like I like skiing a lot. I do like surfing. And then I'm a scuba diver. So like I like that. I don't know if that's considered a sport. I think it is. Sure. But, yeah. So yeah, I'm a little I'm a little sporty. I'm just not very coordinated. I hear you. Uh, twenty three. Favorite sport to watch. You know, my favorite sport to watch is potentially baseball, and I don't know why. (laughs) Actually, no, it's probably soccer. No, it's hard. It's probably soccer. So in college, I was, for some reason, in the European club. Uh, I'm not European. I mean, I'm, like, European by ancestry, but I don't live in Europe, but I joined the European club probably because I was like, European people are cool and hot. Um, But I joined that club and we ended up being asked to basically be the fan club for the soccer team at UCLA. And Mm. so I went to every soccer game and got super invested and would like hold cardboard cutout signs of the players' heads and like, and like yell at the other team, like basically haggle them and talk trash on their families <laughs> um, so yeah like that's probably my favorite sport to watch but only if i like have a community to watch it with like i would mm. never go by myself i don't even really know what's going on i just like would i just like the vibes of the game only if you have family members of other players to... <laughs> yeah only if i know all the details of their family yeah that's it they should put that at the bottom of like football games like <laughs> this person's cousin is in attendance here's yeah. the things that you know Talk really trash. get under their skin yeah yeah make it much more watchable uh question 24 theme parks oh i love them i'm a huge roller coaster person yes i don't i don't i would rather go to like if there existed a theme park that had really no theme but just like in really mm unbelievable roller coasters that would be my preference like i prefer that over disneyland any day i'm not there for the ambiance i'm there to like feel the blood rushing to my head and feel like i'm gonna like vomit after just like 45 minutes there that's what i want so yeah i'm a big fan of them so themes take or leave it parks all about it (laughs) amusement in general (laughs) i love the adrenaline uh question 25 dubbed the ron bennington after famous radio personality you're standing in a wrestling ring and a wave of nine-year-olds a random mix of boys and girls 
are coming down to the ring to fight you. How many nine-year-olds could you beat in this fight? That's really interesting. So for many years, I basically worked professionally as a nanny and a babysitter. Oh. And I have personal experience with this and know that the answer is less than three, probably. Wow. Because it, I mean, nine, they're big by nine. They can, if one grabs your head and then the other starts literally, if, if there's three, one's holding your head, one's holding your legs and the other's just like punching you and you'd lose immediately. I'd love to challenge anyone who says that they can do more to actually try. Well, I'm I'm getting the boat. We're going to be staging this fight soon. It's got to be international waters. It's the only way they'll allow it. Uh, all right, less than three. I like it. Uh, question 26. What's a game you know you can win? Bananagrams. Have you played it? I... Oh, wait. Is this that, like, road trip game that comes in a banana? It's in a banana. Okay. Yes. I'm, I think banana, I'm familiar. It's basically like Scrabble, but you, you create your own board just with yourself, and you're going, like, head-to-head with people, and every time you use all your tiles, you say peel, and everyone has to grab another tile, and you have to make that tile work with what you've already been doing. So you have to just – I love words, and so you have to just be, like, able to tear words apart and rebuild them and all that stuff. Oh, that's good. That's very good. I love it. And great name. Come on. No. Fantastic. Fantastic marketing, just in general, all around. Good thought. Oh, question it. So much potassium. Uh, question 27. What topic can you discuss the most? Ooh, what topic? Oh, 100% scuba diving. Mm. Um, scuba, the ocean. I could talk about scuba diving and do talk about scuba diving. <laughs> Hours of every single day of my life. So, yes, scuba. Very good. Now, a quick pop quiz here. Scuba is an acronym that stands for... Self-Contained Underwater Breathing Apparatus. All right, she's for real. She's I'm legit. Real. <laughs> uh, question 28. Favorite place you visited? Favorite place I visited, hands down, Belize. Uh, it's an incredible, incredible country. I met so many amazing people there. The waters are unbelievable for their reef and scuba diving there was oh, so amazing. I almost didn't come back, literally. Wow. I, I went and then I was like, I have to go home. This is horrible. So I might move there. I, I might move there at some point. Wow. What, what praise? What praise? Love it. Uh, Question 29. What's your catchphrase? Oh, what's my catchphrase? I, I feel like um, probably like LOL. <laughs> I like, I think I use LOL more than any other word in my life. It's replaced um, like in, in written form. It's, I mean, it is basically punctuation for me. Uh, and I say it in real life. I'm like, oh, oh, that's hilarious. And I'm like, why am I saying L? It's embarrassing, but unfortunately, I think it's become my catchphrase. Hey, sounds good to me. It's on the be- it's the pull string on your action figure yeah. at this point. I know. I'm like, oh. <laughs> uh, question 30. What's the best costume or cosplay you ever wore? 
hmm, the best costume I've ever worn. Uh, it's actually so funny. I was having this conversation yesterday with someone. Oh. I have never been into dressing up, ever. Uh, I want to. I've, I'm just, I would say, on the scale of patience, I am not the most patient person. When it comes to crafts, I'm not a crafty person. And I feel like there is a such a craftsmanship to building costumes that just is not in my DNA. So I, have, I don't know if I've ever put in effort to a costume that I've worn ever in my life. And so I'm trying to think. Um, there was one time when I like, I, I, I mean, I don't what if, I, I don't, I can't even remember any of my costumes. Cause I did, I would do like a lot of group costumes with like my roommates in college. And I never was the one to think of those ideas. I would just do whatever they told me. Cause I was like, mm. Oh, thank God. I don't have to decide. Like I dressed up as a baby one year and I was like, this is ideal. I just had to buy <laughs> boxers and that's it. That's literally, I just wore like boxers and I was like, this is a baby. And I wore Classic a baby. Yeah. So like, I don't know. I don't even have an answer to that question. So I, I just had to go to a themed birthday party. And I was like, I could never, I would never have a themed birthday party because it would stress me out more than anyone. Really? Yeah. Oh, that is a go-to of me. I love a ridiculously themed birthday it's party. It's so funny. Uh, you know? Wacky hats is a good one. Wacky hat. Wacky hat. Yeah, any, any character in a Tom Hanks movie? Classic theme. Hmm. Oh, see, like, I wish I was, like, creative in that way. <laughs> Luau, classic theme. That's a classic. Oh, all good birthdays. Yeah. All birthdays I've actually done. And just brought people to dive bars for. Fantastic time. Huh. Uh, question 31. Have you ever had anything named after you? I don't, I don't think so. Um... I feel like someone has told me before that my name inspired them, inspired like them sharing the name with like their family member and their family member ended up naming their kid Avalon. I'm pretty sure I heard that. But other than that, I don't think that anyone's named like a boat after me. I would love that. I hope so. Any boat owners listening? Yeah. Hey, boat owners. You heard it here. uh 32 hobby you've dedicated the most time to Cuba. Cuba. Cuba, baby i dedicate <laughs> my whole life to it that checks out oh. i don't even know if that's considered a hobby since so technically my job but it still feels like a hobby if you never if you love what you do you never, never work a day in your life bingo <laughs> uh question 33 Who's a celebrity you've had a crush on? Oh, Harry Styles! Harry Styles! <laughs> I can't think about anyone else. It can. Forever and always, Harry. He's a dreamboat. Since yeah. I was in high school. Since I was in high school. It's never gone away. Uh, 34. What's the strangest job you've ever had? Uh... The strangest job I've ever had. Um, 
I've done a lot of weird things. I've written, I, I would say probably the most recent <laughs> strange job I had was writing the, um, helping write the speech for a kid's bar mitzvah. Hmm. I, I helped him write uh, his speech analyzing his Torah portion, and I am, in fact, not Jewish. Interesting. So, yep, that was, a, that was a recent job I had. I have several questions, and I don't think I'm going to ask any of them. <laughs> <laughs> I like just letting that one lie there. <laughs> That's going to be it. I've done That's... a lot of things that are very interesting. That rules. Yeah. <laughs> uh, 35. Book you'd recommend the world to read what i'd recommend the world or maybe torah portion perhaps <laughs> <laughs> i'm like well the book of judith wait is that a book i'm not religious I'm not i don't religious. know uh, there's no way there's a book of judith also <laughs> that's yeah he's like the villain there's no way to give him his own book, there's right? no way that exists uh -uh. jeremiah maybe i don't know um sorry religious people if i am offending but a book that I recommend to people, probably my favorite book to read, is the book Normal People by Sally Rooney. I, I that's like my comfort book. Uh, it it was only a recent find, but I listen to that book almost weekly. Wow. It's like because I have the audio book, and it's just this like sweet little Irish woman talking, and and I don't know. It, it's just one of those books that it's a love story that follows. It was made into a TV show, but it, it's like super normal. I mean, it's called Normal People, but um, it's like just very kind of mundane. It's not anything crazy. It's just like slice of life, but I really love it. And it's like such a comfort for me at this point. So I recommend it to anyone. That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, 36. A movie that always makes you laugh. A movie that always makes me laugh is... Probably, um, I don't know, probably one of those classic, like, Will Ferrell movies, like Step Brothers or something, like those movies. Started watching them when I was way too young, and I loved them. And and so still, if you were to put one of those on, I'm going to laugh. Like, it's they're funny to me. Yeah. Uh, 37? What's the worst movie you ever seen? I don't know. I, like, this might be, like, a hot take, but, like, I had to watch Citizen Kane for for school, and I was like, mm -hmm. I don't, um, I don't, I don't get it. <laughs> I don't get the hype. Like, why do we care about this movie? Why is this what I'm having to spend hours analyzing and studying? Like, okay, Rosebud, what the hell do I? I don't even remember. I, and here's a real thing about me. I'm gonna be completely honest. Yeah. I have a bad, bad memory about details of films and tv shows mm. and movies or, i mean films are movies okay so i don't remember anything i can watch a movie and then you can ask me immediately when the movie ends what were the names of the three main characters and i would have no idea and it's not that i'm like dumb because i i consider myself an intelligent person i have no comprehension when i'm watching something i think i have to read or be like i need to like interact with something in order to learn it yeah. I cannot learn from just watching. And so it's like my brain doesn't exist. Like I can enjoy it in the moment presently. I'm not going to comprehend or recollect any of it. Wow. It's very what? strange. I mean, yeah. I mean, you know, some people always say like, oh, they're visual learners or they're, 
you know, hands-on learners. It's the exact same. I'm a hands-on learner. You're hands-on learner. I can't, I'm not a visual learner. I have to like write notes. So that would be embarrassing if I did that while watching movies. In a A little bit. Just a little bit. I just sit there and I enjoy the moment and then I forget about it the second I walk out of the theater. (laughs) Fair. Uh, Question 39. How cool was it in Jurassic Park when the raptors are running through the kitchen? See, I have seen Jurassic Park, but as we discussed, I don't remember that scene. I don't even know. (laughs) I know that there were probably raptors in Jurassic Park. That sounds like something that would happen. I could imagine how they'd run with their little arms and their long tails. Yeah, it was good. I'm sure it was pretty cool. Do I remember the scene? Literally not not one bit. Okay. That's fair. It's it's unfortunate. I think I it might be a diagnosable issue. <laughs> Especially since you can't remember how cool that scene was. It was so I cool. Know. I wish I could. I, I, no spoilers, but it's pretty cool. See, spoilers have never mattered to me because of like, <laughs> the Of course. I'm like, I probably might not even remember the spoiler. That's almost wow. like Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. Like, yeah. it's, it's, you're better. Seen. Loved that movie. It's a great movie. Can't remember a detail about it. Nope. Couldn't tell you. I don't the know. Irony of forgetting about the movie that's about forgetting things. I know. My yeah. God. Uh, question 40. First show as a kid you got really into? Ooh, probably. Um, I mean, Probably Dora the Explorer. I was a pretty avid Dora the Explorer fan. Uh, I love that girl. She yeah. got me through. She got me through it. She keeps finding stuff. She's good at that. Yeah, she's really good at it. It was really inspirational for me as a kid. I wanted to be an explorer, and I think she she inspired that. I love it. I love it. Uh, Forty one. Who should play you in a movie of your life? Who should play me? I hope that in a movie about my life, the person who plays me is like, so in my life, I've had a lot of really amazing women take me under their wing. And I imagine myself doing that down the line of like taking women who are like lost in this world and helping them to feel supported and take care of them. And I want if I ever do that, I would want one of them to play me in a movie because oh. I would want to be like, I feel like we have a soul connection and you could do a good job. That's good. And I say that too, because there is actually a woman, the woman who I wrote that song about, uh, or about her love story. Yeah. She, she is an actress and like her, her late husband was a famous actor and all this stuff. And so she's actually like trying to get a movie made potentially about, about their life. And she's like, you and I have a soul connection. I want you to play me in that movie. And so that kind of inspired me to now be like, if I ever have a movie made about me, oh, I'm going to find a girl, a younger woman who I have a soul connection with. It's the like spiritual version of like paying it forward. Like, yes. you're... <laughs> I'm, I like how I'm like actually maybe thinking that there would ever be a movie made about me, but like, imagine that who knows? Who knows? 25 45 years down the line. We'll see what happens. (laughs) Hollywood. You know who to call. Yeah. It's the same number Toyota called earlier. Yes. Hollywood in general. Give (laughs) a call. Uh, 42. Who's the biggest celebrity you ever met in person? 
Uh, how many people listen? <laughs> Am I going to get in trouble? Uh, I, you know. <laughs> <laughs> well, I met I met Elon Musk. Oh, interesting. That's probably the biggest celebrity. I mean, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, 43 TV show or podcast that you love, but don't think anyone else knows about. TV show or podcast? That no one knows? Oh my gosh. No one. No one. Um, oh, I know no one. Okay, this is, people know about this, but I will say more times than any, I am introducing it to people. Uh, it's a podcast that's got like eight seasons now at this point. It's like so many seasons. Uh, not that many, but it's called My Dad Wrote a Porno. Have you heard of it? Oh, yes. It's yeah. so, it's famous at this point. Like they're doing specials. I think they got an HBO <laughs> thing. But to me, no one knows it because no one I talk about it with ever knows it. And I freaking love it. I think it's so funny. And so, yeah, that's it. It's a great one. Uh, 44, favorite comedian. Oh, it's probably Chris Farley. Mm. I think that, um, I think he's just got such a special energy to him that just is so unique. And he just knows how to use his body, soul, voice in a way that, um, really no one else has ever been able to do since. Yeah, I agree with you. I always think back, there was a, a book written by Jay Moore, who was on Saturday Night Live, and one of his, one of Chris Farley's uh, kind of good friends, and he described him in his book as a ray of sunshine when he walked into the room. Yeah. And now you can't, I can't go back and see those old sketches without like, yeah, like he's genuinely making people smile, yeah. and their whole job is to be on camera and not smile at him. Like, not did, break, and yeah. like, that's, I know, he's amazing. Yeah. I love that. Uh, 45. Well, maybe. We just got it. Best Saturday Night Live cast member. Oh, yeah. I would definitely say Chris Farley. I mean, I think he's amazing. Um, you know, I also, I think I have such mad respect for Keenan Thompson. Like, I think yeah. that he has been, you know, it's been a bad <laughs> several years on SNL. And despite that, I think that him being there has been one thing that's kept it at least going, you know, and, and yeah. he's been like, I think that he's probably going to take over at some point for Lauren um, and take and give that show a new life. And I think that, you know, I just think what a great job he's done trying to stick with it and, and be such a, an ever presence on that show. Yeah. Firmly agree. Uh, 46. What's the nerdiest thing you've done? Ooh, the nerdiest recent. I'm like, for some reason, my mind immediately went to like, when I watched the double feature of like, uh, Twilight <laughs> on the night when I was a kid and like cried. Um, the nerdiest thing I've done recently. I mean, I, I feel like I do nerdy things just in general all the time. Oh, like. Okay, I embarrass myself every day. So in scuba, there are these sea slugs <laughs> that are called nudies. We call them like nudies, but they're nudibranch. Or nudibranch. Mm. I don't actually know how people sound. But they're literally just colorful sea slugs that 
I take out certified divers diving every single day. And I point out, I'm like, look at that turtle. Look at that eel. But then I see one of these little sea slugs and I'm like, oh my God, look at this. And I'm like, come over here, guys. Like underwater, I'm like pointing at it. And it's like the size of a nickel. And they're like, what the hell are you going crazy about? And I'm like, you guys aren't stoked. Look at it. It's purple. And then they're like, all right, can we? (laughs) And I'm like, okay. So I would say that's the nerdiest thing I've done. Is just like nerding out about these little underwater sea slugs. Checks out. Yeah. <laughs> uh, 47. Least favorite state. Oh, um, my least favorite state. Interesting. Is probably. Um, did I do I have I have have to have uh, been there? Was that a what did I just say? Okay, I've never been there, but I have truly no interest in in going to um, Texas. <laughs> not super interested in it. That's I I'm, I'm not a fan of uh, the climate or a lot of the political ideologies that are living it up down there. So they got a lot of they got a lot of issues. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. I don't think I need to go there. That's fair. Uh, forty-eight. Best thing you've ever won oh easy hands down i okay. won my trip to belize in a season <gasps> whoa yeah. what really kind, <laughs> what kind of sweepstakes it was a scuba sweepstakes of course and, <laughs> this is so on brand and i so i went on a scuba trip with a company and about a year after that trip they or no like maybe like less than a year after that trip i was on their email list they're you know a dive travel company but they're local yeah. they're not huge and they sent out a thing being like hey if you write a, a review <laughs> we'll enter you into a sweepstakes to win a free trip on a yacht for a week in belize and i was like well that seems like crazy like cool opportunity why would i not apply for this and it was a smaller company. I was like, there cannot be that many people applying and entering. This yeah. Apparently there were like a thousand or something that entered and I won. <laughs> Incredible. Yeah. Wow. Um, I just assumed no one ever won those things, but like. That's what I thought too. <laughs> Amazing. Amazing. Uh, 49. Is there anything you've collected or had a collection of? I love to collect little rocks and crystals mm. and also coins from like different places. Oh, places I traveled. I really do like collecting um, those kinds of things. Very cool. Uh, all right, question fifty, dubbed the Ryan Davis, and the last of the fighting questions. I swear, <laughs> you're in a fight to the death. Okay. With another person equal to your size, mm. you're offered either an aluminum baseball bat or a six-inch non-serrated knife, knowing the other weapon you don't choose goes to your opponent. So which do you choose, knife or bat? Oh, 100% bat. Wow. Yeah. I don't know. Is that not a normal answer? No, no, no. Because it's a, approximately 50% of the time. That's so funny. Because... Yeah. 
I, like I said, like hand-eye coordination, not my thing. If I were to try to go for a stab with like a small knife, like I'm, I'm mm. getting blocked. Like I need the surface area of a bat to be able to just swing kind of rogue and, and fend them off. You know, I would just be able to put that between me and my opponent. That's good. It's the defense. It's the defense yeah. factor. And like I could use that to take out their legs, get them. You know, I feel like I'm good at grappling. But like I couldn't I couldn't do precision of a knife. Nope. You know, I'm listening back to this entire episode while I'm editing it, and I never mentioned how cool of a name she has. Avalon Penrose. That's a good name. Should have mentioned that. But we got plenty more episode with Avalon still to come. First, let's just send a quick shout out to the folks who do the wonderful music for this show. Like the song that's playing right now from the Mini Vandals. The song that's going to play after the break from DJ Williams. The opener from Diala, And the closing one uh, from Single Friend that you're going to hear in just a little bit. And uh, I don't know if I mentioned it, but you can buy some merch if you want. Tiny.cc slash 99q or leave me a voicemail. I don't know, ask me a question for once. Don't ask me anything. But let's get back to the show with the wonderfully named Avalon Pitmer. We got one more thing before we get back to the show. Something brand new, something I'm very excited about. It's the 99 Questions Hotline? Hotline. Sure, that's what we're going to go with. I created a phone number for you to call. You can leave me a voicemail. If you have questions for me, if you have questions about the show, if you have questions for future guests, you can call in, leave a voicemail, and your voice might be the one actually asking the question live on the show. Well, not live. It's pre-recorded. But you know what I mean. I got the number right here. 732-592-9838. That spells out real wax vet. That's right. Real wax vet. Like a veterinarian who's really made of wax. I don't know. All the good numbers are taken, so this is the closest one I could get. Real Wax Vet. One more time, that's 732-592-9838. Give it a call, leave a message, have a great day. showed up on my radar to your voice acting in the wonderful video game Hades. Uh, the character, I believe it's pronounced Margera. <laughs> <laughs> um, can you just uh, kind of explain briefly, how did that come about? Did, was that something you, uh, this maybe sounds like a silly question, someone completely out of the biz, was that something you auditioned for? Were you some a fan of their work? Like, how did that, how did that actually happen? Because dare I say, yeah. you did excellent. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. It was it was the absolute definition of 
right place, right time of knowing the right people of, of, you know, having this opportunity to come about. So basically what happened was I was just out of college and I was doing improv a lot. I was like working in Hollywood, basically doing improv every week. And someone who I met in an improv class was actually, uh, connected to Supergiant and had been in one of their last video games and, you know, had, had connections to Supergiant. And so she ended up being the voice of Dusa, Courtney. So Courtney and I were in improv together and Courtney was like, Hey, you know, Supergiant is making a new game. They're actually having auditions. I, and at that point I was not a voice actor. I had voice acted in, in one little, indie animation and i was like telling everyone like i am a voice actor and granted like i you are if you act in if you want to be a voice actor you're a voice actor so i was a voice actor but i was like really talking to myself i was like i'm a voice actor if anyone ever knows of anything like i love doing voices i want to do it right so she was like i know you've been like saying that you're a voice actor so if you want to do audition i think they'd be happy to have you audition i ended up auditioning for basically every character uh, that, that I could in that. And I thought that I was going to get a a completely, you know, I, I maybe Artemis or something like that. I thought I was going to be a character that was more youthful and and one of the younger characters or something like that. And then suddenly I stumbled into auditioning for Meg and ended up that just ended up being the voice that I think they found the most fitting and the character that they found the most fitting for me which I was really shocked. And so when I voiced that character, I was like, this is wild. Like, this is not my real personality at all. Like, I am way more Dusa energy, like, way more of <laughs> that. And so it's it's always been hilarious to me that I ended up voicing Meg. That's amazing. And it's kind of cool, too, because, like, she's one of the early first boss of the game. So it's like, even mm-hmm. if people kind of only played it for X amount of hours, you're They're still that be. lasting impression, you know what I mean? Yeah. Very cool. Oh. And hey, did a heck of a job, dare I say. Thanks. Even so if much. you have big Dusa energy or whatever, <laughs> which is very PG, funny PGE, as they say. Exactly. I think that's what that stands for. Uh, but we got so many more questions here. Let's roll into the second half of these, these things. Uh, 51, what's your phone wallpaper? right now uh my phone wallpaper is me and two of my really close friends from scuba uh it was one of the last days that all three of us got to be together and it's always been one of those uh pictures that just makes me really happy and then that's my like home that's my lock screen and then i have a picture of a dolphin as my home screen oh a picture you took or just like I didn't take it, but I'm claiming the energy of it because I was on the boat when the photo was taken. That's fair. Okay. Yeah. I not I it it would be weird if you just googled the Google word dolphin. It. <laughs> okay. All right. Just making sure. I have a personal uh, connection to it. <laughs> uh, fifty-two. What's the last thing you googled? Oh, oh boy. What? <laughs> I might have to edit this. <laughs> I'm going to be like, maybe not the last thing. <laughs> oh, I know what it is. 
healthcare.gov Hawaii. <laughs> I was like, I needed to like change my address on my, um, on my healthcare. <laughs> and I'm like, oh my gosh, I need it. So that's what I Googled. I like that you Googled a website, healthcare.gov. <laughs> It's such a like because I added Hawaii to it because I didn't know if it would if it was like universal. Oh, that, oh it was that's a good yeah. That's a good point. <laughs> uh, fifty three. You have to name your next pet without seeing them. What do you name them? I literally <laughs> right next to me is a box, <gasps> a cardboard box. So I was like box. I'm naming my next pet box. I love it. That's how my brain works. I go box. I see box, box. Yep, that's it. Got a box? Name box. I love it. And I'd be like, come here, boxy. That's great. Yeah. <laughs> that's gold. Uh, 54. What professional wrestler would you compare yourself to? <laughs> well, um, I don't know a lot of professional wrestlers. Interesting. Interesting. But probably. Um, what's that one guy who? So these kids that I used to babysit, nanny, I swear. And this is another one of those things where I played with these wrestlers and heard their names every day, but because I never wrote them down, I don't know their name. The visual thing, but yeah. Like, like they all have you know three names, like whatever. Oh, God. There was like one guy. I, I don't even remember, but he wore like a really cool outfit and it was like all God, I I don't know. I need to like Google this would be my wrestler book. with cool outfit. <laughs> <laughs> Famous wrestlers, WWE. Okay. It'll be like one of the top ones. I know. I know. Oh the Undertaker No 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 the Ultimate Warrior. The Ultimate Warrior. That's uh, it. Wait, I think. Wait, am I wrong? and rainbow boots and. I now, think it's this guy. It might have been Ultimate Warrior, but Ultimate Warrior also retired in like '92. So like. I I know, but it's only from these action figures that I played okay, with. Okay, then yeah, that checks out. You know, that's the only one whose name I think. Oh my god, I wish I had the action figures in front of me. I would just be like this one. But yeah, let's go with that. Or The okay. Undertaker. Pretty sure I had good experiences playing with both of those um, action figures. Both legendary. I love it. Uh, 55. What's your comfort food on a bad day? I bet you could take a guess. Spinach. It is. Spinach. Sautéed. Uh, raw. I don't know. It really brings me comfort. So yeah, that's it. Or oh the complete other end of the spectrum (laughs) brownies or spinach i know i'm gonna actually like i need to like be careful because what if i get a calcium problem because of i listen i am the farthest thing from a doctor so don't listen to anything i'm saying but i can't imagine anyone going to a doctor and the doctor being like you're having weight You gotta cut it out, man. You need to leave your diet. Can you eat pick up a chart and there's a green line that's just like spiked above all the rest. Like, what have you been putting in your body? Um. (laughs) Yeah. 
I just couldn't imagine it could be that bad. But hey, what do I? Yeah. Know? Um, fifty-six favorite smell. Uh, clean laundry, clean linens. That when you're walking past a freaking laundry room in an apartment complex, and you're like, "Wow!" Yeah. Oh, I love it. That's it. If I may, the candle that is just off screen here. I don't know if you can even read this. Clean linen. Snuggly sweater. That's exactly it. Yeah. I I did have a clean towel that has burnt out already. So (laughs) That's hilarious. Where do you get those? Target. That's exactly the is it Chesapeake Bay? Ooh. Yes it is. (laughs) (laughs) Chesapeake Bay candle home sense. Yeah. Yep, that's exactly it. Good brand. They know what they're doing over there. They know what they're doing. I don't need no Yankee candle, you know? That's a big day. Uh, 57. Best candy. Sour Patch Watermelons. Mmm. Definitive. Absolutely. I like it. 58. Worst candy. Uh, I, uh, I... Candy corn, I, or no, like, oh no, bottle caps. Oh my god, the worst. Ooh. They're terrible. Anyone who likes those, what's wrong with you? <laughs> you have no taste. Sorry. I've said it before. That's in a category of like black licorice. We're like, this was probably the best candy on earth in like 1935. Yeah, and then, and then just... we're just gonna not update it. We're just yeah. gonna keep pretending like that's good. No, it's it's actually it, it angers me. That that is even still on the market. As well it should. <laughs> uh, 59. What's a restaurant you'd recommend? Uh, I, I really recommend in Los Angeles <laughs> because I went there every day. Not every day. A lot. Thai vegan in Santa Monica. Thai Vegan 2, I believe it's called. Oh. So if you're in Los Angeles, I'm pretty sure it's called Thai Vegan 2 because they have two locations. This would make And sense. I would just go there all the time and get the drunken noodles or the spicy noodles or whatever they were called there. Ooh. Um, and they're amazing. Really great. Now I just want Thai food. Thanks I know. A lot. Thai food is like my favorite food. You can oh. eat it anywhere, anytime, always. Yeah. There's so much depth to it. There's so much. Oh. I know. Now it's I'm just, just perfect. Noodles? Vegetables and protein. Yeah. Oh. Or curry, protein, and rice. And it's like amazing. And vegetables. I mean, it's just everything you could ever need. 100%. Yes. Uh, 60. What's a food you've never eaten? Uh, I'm sure that there's so many. I, I am not. I don't have a very advanced palate. I mm. didn't grow up a lot of, you know, foods from different places i've i've never eaten uh i have not eaten a ton of cuisines from like different places i've eaten a lot of different asian cuisines i haven't eaten a lot of i've eaten a lot of european cuisines i haven't eaten very many african cuisines and i would love to like try more uh so probably just in general um I mean, I I would love to try some more. I haven't ever been to Africa, so I haven't gotten to try any cuisine. But I've tried like a handful of 
Central American and South American cuisines that I love. But yeah, I'll go with African food. I want to try different cuisines from places right. in Africa. I dig it. Yeah, I'm actually in the midst of a, a New Year's, what are, what are those things called? Resolutions, um, where I try a different type of food once a month for the whole year. That's and, awesome. And on my list is a Ethiopian restaurant that uh, ironically is across the street from my favorite Thai restaurant. So oh. by the time I'm eating Thai, I always go, I got to try that place out. But then I never do because I'm already at my favorite Thai like, place. Thai food is calling my name. Oh, it's too good. But this year, it's happening. It's happening. Yeah. Uh, 61. Strangest food that you have eaten. Oh. I mean, I've eaten like your, I feel like I've eaten your classics of like escargot and mm. And frog legs, and they're all terrible. Like, why am I even eating this? Um, so I, I would say, like, I don't know. I haven't tried that much strange food per se. So probably frog legs. Like, I would never do that again. I will never have that or escargot. I'm like, that's just weird. I don't love it. <laughs> that's fair. Uh, I do not like French cuisine. I'm gonna throw that out there. Oh, not a fan. Okay. All right. Never really. Yep. They make a mean toast. That's a bad, <laughs> that's a bad joke. Uh, I'm going to add in a rim shot. In the... <laughs> it's the only way to save that. Um, 62. What's a typical day off? Well, like today. Today is my day off. Mm. Typical day off for me is, well, actually, I guess this is not typical because I can't do this all the time. But I went to the DMV this morning. Mm -hmm. uh stood in line for an hour and a half but i would say that the typical day for me is just getting real life stuff <laughs> started and i'm like oh my god i gotta get this done and i gotta so it's not really a day off but then if i can it's seeing a friend or going to the beach i love even though i work in the water i love still spending time outside um, I don't really like sand, but I'll go like lay out on the sand or I'll go into, uh, you know, a little hike and go through the jungle. So that's my classic day off. <laughs> DMVs, jungles and sand. Classic. <laughs> uh, 63 bucket list item that you have accomplished. Bucket list item I've accomplished was. Uh, one of those like train backpacking trips through Europe. Ooh. I did that and it, it was the best thing I ever did. And I want to do it again so badly. So I don't know when I'm going to, but I'm going to at some point. That's incredible. Oh, I'm very jealous. That's something I've always kind of had yeah. on my list. It, it's like my eat, pray, love trip. I did it when I was 20 years old by myself. And I was like, this is incredible. And I wouldn't change it for the world. I'm so happy I did. Amazing. Uh, 64, bucket list item you probably won't accomplish. Huh. A bucket list item I probably won't accomplish, but is on my bucket list, is living on a boat for a year. Ooh. I want I want to live on a boat. But the truth is, I, and maybe it's just because I'm not experienced, but I am not a captain. I don't really trust myself with 
being able to keep myself like I wouldn't want to be living in a boat in a harbor I'd want to be like sailing the world for a year and I think that the only way I could do it is if I met someone who I trusted enough as a captain to go on this experience with but also who I liked enough as a person to want to share such a confined space with and the unfortunate thing is I do I'm I'm not a person that likes to share every moment of my life with someone I've never lived with like a partner I'm, I really do like my own space. And so having to live in that close of quarters with someone would be very hard for me. So I actually don't know if I'm ever going to be able to do it unless I became a qualified enough sailor and or <laughs> captain to do it by myself, which would be a lot of work. And so I don't know if it's going to happen. Yeah, that's a rough Venn diagram of, of <laughs> two qualifications yeah. for someone I have like. I know. I'm like, how many boat captains do I know that I would want to spend a year at sea with? Probably not that many. So here's my new app idea. It's like Tinder, but it's only <laughs> boat captains, right? So only, and the only person they can match with is me. Correct. Me on one side, and then a bunch of boat captains. No, there is a fake online site called SeaCaptainMeet.com. Oh. <gasps> And I'm and I'm furious that it's not real, but it is literally a, a site that someone created called SeaCaptainMeet.com, and I looked it up once because I was like, I need to find someone. I oh my god, that's amazing! Yeah, this is my new Shark Tank pitch. Yeah, it's happening. You're like, uh, and it's yeah, I should make it a reality TV show. If there are any reality TV show producers out there listening to this, please. Yeah. Literally hit me up. I will do this in a heartbeat. I am looking for my match to go sail the seven seas with. We can do a two-part series. The first part is me finding my match. And then and the then second at part sea. is at sea. This is perfect. Come on. This is, this oh, is absolutely like an Wait, A&E show. amazing. Oh. I am pitching it. I'm going to literally post this. This part of the podcast. <laughs> this is going. I'm going to sound clip it and be like i'm being dead serious if anyone wants to produce this show let me know it will be extremely entertaining all i need is 10 percent. that's all i need <laughs> <laughs> like i i did in fact uh, prompt the question so. <laughs> um, <laughs> i love it i love it i think we can make this happen bob <laughs> we'll, we'll we'll talk i'll have my people call your people question 65 uh, dubbed by previous guests, the realest question of the bunch. Name of a friend you don't keep in contact with, but regret it. James. We keep in contact, but not enough. And I wish that we kept in contact more. That's fair. That's fair. Uh, 66. What's a game? That makes you feel nostalgic. Huh. Probably life. Mm. I love playing life. Um, I don't know. I just have a lot of memories of, of playing life. That or um, The Resistance. I don't know if you've ever played that game. The Resistance? It's, it's almost like Mafia. But it's with cards and like it's the resistance and then there's one spy and you have to figure out who the spy is it's so fun oh my goodness <laughs> so yeah, not, this is called brand integration here but i do have a werewolf mafia style game 
called Avalon that is actually yeah. my favorite it's version the same of people. that. It's oh, the is same, it? Okay. Yeah, they make the same game. Oh. Small yeah. world. I know. <laughs> uh, 67. What game have you spent the most time playing? What's that one game? Oh, Mario Party. Oh. Yeah. That's, or like, or a Mario Kart. Yeah. One of those Mario games, because I love them. They are just so fun. That dang plumber. He knows what he's doing over there. Yeah. I'm a big fan. Uh, 68. What's something you've built with your own hands? So, in scuba, mm-hmm. your your regulator, it's like, I know that this is like really niche, but as in my... You have two hoses. You have your primary hose and your secondary hose. Okay. And my your secondary is kind of like your redundancy, your backup or your extra, just in case someone needs it. And when I got to Hawaii, it basically stopped working and I had to take it apart and rebuild it. And it worked when I rebuilt it. Whoa. And I was like, I am like, I felt so proud of myself. Granted, I should be able to do it because I literally took a class on how to rebuild and <laughs> take apart and rebuild these things. But I rebuilt it myself, just the smallest part of it. And I'm very proud that it's still functioning to this day. And it's been a few months. Bravo. That's excellent. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> uh, question 69. Best pickup line. I think it's honestly like this is a real thing because this actually recently worked on me Mm. um (laughs) when someone looks at you and like kind of stares at you as if as if they like recognize you and then they like look away and then you finally like i don't know walk up to each other and they're like i'm so sorry i just i thought i reckon like i thought i knew you have we met and like it works every time because i'm like i don't know i don't think we've met have we and then they're like I don't know. Maybe you just look like my friend. Like it literally works as a conversation starter all the time. Brilliant. Cause yeah. A, you're instantly engaging in conversation and B, you have to now stare at the person Yeah, <laughs> to figure like, out if you recognize them. It literally happened just the other day and, and it worked and it, it's worked on me countless times. And I think I've probably done it to people and it's worked on them. It's just like, it immediately makes some familiarity, but it's like false familiarity. Yeah. Like, oh my god, I'm sorry, I thought you were one of my friends. And it's like, oh, well, do you want me to be one of your friends? And it's like, boom! <laughs> and you're there. there and you're is. there. <laughs> yeah. Oh, brilliant. Uh, question 70. Have you ever had any good nicknames? Um, I have a lot, like, at my work. I, I, I Like, pretty much everywhere I've always worked I end up being like the butt of a lot of jokes because I'm a little bit of like a chaotic person I'll admit it like things tend to go wrong when I'm around but in like almost a funny way um so like I don't know recently I developed like a rash on my neck (laughs) and so like people started calling me like people started calling me neck right like that's a weird (laughs) Uh um I I carry a lot of bags all the time so people at my work start calling me like bags McGee I wear like pants all the time for some reason. So people in my work start calling me Pants McGann. And I don't know, like, uh, oh, and then my like history teacher in high school, I 
Um, one time I raised my hand in class and asked how to spell Massachusetts. And so for a full year, my nickname was Massachusetts in high school. Um, <laughs> that seems excessive, uh, but okay. It was, it was a little excessive. Um, one, and then in that same history class, instead of, it was a U.S. history class, instead of writing Avalon on the top of my paper, for some reason, I actually wrote America. Uh, and then my nickname became America that for a one, period of time. You kind of brought that one on yourself. Did, I'm not yeah, going to lie um, there. That was. Uh, yeah. So like all my nicknames typically have something to do with just like interesting parts of my chaotic personality or like dumb things that I do. Pants McGants is one that will be, I think, burned <laughs> in my brain for a little bit <laughs> going forward here. That's my current boss. He calls me Pants McGants anytime I'm wearing pants because I'm a scuba diver. Why would I be wearing pants? It's a fair <laughs> in context. Yeah, I suppose that makes sense. Yeah. Uh, 71. Do you believe in love at first sight? Absolutely, because it happens to me every week. <laughs> do I know what love is? Maybe not. <laughs> I like it. But do I think I do? Yeah. I think I fall in love literally every week. That's all it's about. Uh, 72. What's a big turnoff of yours? Uh, I feel like this is such a classic one, but anyone who's rude to anyone in customer service ever. Mm. I mean, if you even so much as, like, if if someone's not, you know, noticing us standing there and you're so much as like, is really no one going to take our order? Like, I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with you? You're, you're a mean person. <laughs> like, if, if you do that for one second, it's immediate. Nope. 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 Uh, 73. Do you consider yourself an artist? I do. Even though I don't have a lot of visual skill, I do find myself to be a very creative person and a very resourceful person. And I think that, like, I, I love to be a part of art and I don't think I'll ever be able to escape art even when I try. (laughs) When you try to escape, I actively try. When I actively move across the ocean to go pursue a life in the ocean, (laughs) I can't escape art. It keeps chasing you. It's like Jaws. It just. I know. Uh, seventy-four. What's something you tried to cook and failed? Everything that I tried to cook, I failed. Everything. (laughs) Unfortunately, everything. Um. That's why I eat the same two things every single day. Yeah. Um, but uh, literally everything. I mean, I don't. I don't know if I've ever successfully cooked <laughs> anything in my life. But I don't know what's something recent. Uh, pasta. I don't. I didn't do a good job with that. Uh, it was like I don't know. Literally everything. I need. I need to work on it. That is that is my biggest fault of like skill is cooking. I hear you. I hear you. Uh question seventy five dubbed the Ben Hansen after uh, the first guest of this year's show. What's the greatest piece of art ever made? Uh I would say the greatest piece of art ever made is Probably like 
I really like this one, oh, who is it, Caravaggio? Who, I think it's like depicting like a, a woman killing a man. <laughs> and it's like, I don't know, I just really like it. And I can't remember, because I took an art history class in college. And it was like this one piece of art. I think it was Caravaggio. He just has like really messed up art and I really like it. Yeah. And I just think it's like really, really, really a good piece of art. And um, I'll find out the name of it at some point. But until then, just you can just Google, Google that that artist. I don't Caravaggio. Know. Uh... Yeah, I don't know. Let's see. I'm gonna look it up. New Google search Caravaggio. Oh, yeah. Wait, is it this one? It yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like these two women cutting this um, guy's head off. <laughs> oh, pretty sure. I love it. I think it's great. Not that I'm a violent person and not that I like stand behind, um, you know, attacking men, but I just think it's a really interesting piece. And I remember it really drawing me in when I was, uh, when I was studying it. I I love it. Yeah. I think it's kind of crazy how violent art used to be, right? It was always violent. And then nowadays we have movies where violence is depicted actively in the movies and we're seeing it happen but it's fake and i just think it's crazy because everybody's like our our art is so violent now our video games are violent i was like things have always been violent humans are violent creatures they are so violent we (laughs) just now we don't like uh have still depictions of it but back then like they were still violent they actively were depicting war and and all these things and so i think (laughs) that we're just a violent group of people and i think that that's a cool thing about art is that sometimes it helps us to like at least i don't know there's so much violence in our real world that when it's depicted in art it's not like it's adding to it honestly it's just kind of putting it in a in a still or in a moment so yeah just a channel to get that out there's nothing wrong with that uh question 76 have you ever had something happen to you that you would consider paranormal um Honestly, so I'm a person that really interprets absolutely everything as a sign from the universe. Like, oh, my, my, uh, I accidentally like missed a deadline or something. I'm like, that's someone in the universe, maybe an angel communicating with me saying, I didn't need to do that thing. It's like really actually probably gotten too far where I'm like, (laughs) no. When I didn't accomplish that thing I was supposed to accomplish, that was a sign from the universe. That was someone out there, a ghost, <laughs> telling me, you weren't supposed to do that anyway. But I don't know. It's like, I just really believe that there's like, I 100% believe in ghosts. I 100% believe that there is a lot going on around us all the time that we can't see. And so mm-hmm. I I don't know. I would just say in general, I feel like my daily life is a little bit paranormal. <laughs> I love it. But no, I... I've never had, like, I've never felt haunted. <laughs> <laughs> that'd be pretty I cool though right i i wish a ghost would come up to me oh here's here's a little insight into me there are some times where i'll just be in an empty room by myself and i'll just kind of like you know that feeling where like somebody looks at you and i'll like look yeah. at i'll look at something from across the room knowing i'm by myself and just be like it'd be really cool if a ghost knocked that over right now like just just do it just no, i do that too <laughs> Just where to you're see like, if it would happen. If you want to say something, just say it, okay? Yeah, I'm all ears. World, world. You're in a safe place. <laughs> I will not judge you. I won't tell. Mm-mm. You can just, yeah. Mm-mm-mm. 
I do the little locking thing over my mouth yeah. in front of the goat. Yeah, I don't know. I love that. Uh, 77. Would you ever use a Ouija board? I would, and I have. Oh, boy. <laughs> I did with my stepsister, because my stepsister, we, I, so I have been a scary movie fan. Okay, actually, interesting thing. Oh, boy. Only movies, and maybe it's because my brain is extremely stimulated while watching. Horror movies are my favorite, horror and thriller, mm. and I can remember them. I can remember horror movies. That's interesting. And so they've always been my favorite. And I used to, like, it, when I was 12, I would go to sleep watching horror movies. That's how, like, weird wow. I was. Yeah. Uh, but that's besides why. Um, <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> basically, I, I watched them all the time. And so did my stepsister. My dad was a huge fan of them. So he got my stepsister a Ouija board. <laughs> for christmas one year and so my stepsister and i went into a closet and we're like what is your name like and and i don't know how it happened but they spelled the name juice Ooh. orange juice i mean i don't know they just said juice hey <laughs> um, the ghost of orange juice all those rinds and that was the only time i used it and then i was like well, that was weird interesting interesting yeah. i don't know what that means <laughs> uh question 78 simply why why because i am one of those people and i feel like this is a trendy thing to say but i believe that almost nothing matters as much as we think it does hmm. uh so if it feels okay in your stomach why not I think that for me, why immediately translates to why not? Because that's how I think. I'm like, well, why? I don't know. But why not? <laughs> why not? I love it. I love it. Question 79. If given the chance, when would you time travel to? When would I time travel to? I would time travel to probably... Uh, be my age in the 1990s, early 1990s. Mm. I think that I would have loved, you know, I'm 25. So I think I would have loved to be a kid in the 70s, to be a teenager in the 80s and a young adult in the 90s and have missed most of the internet and cell phones and all of that. Um, I really think that the world would be a better thing for me if I missed that generation. And there was a lot that was still actively like not great at that time, but I think that in general, I'm I'm very uh against everything that's happened to young people since social media and technology has completely taken over childhood. And, and I, I experienced it a lot and I still experience it as someone who's, you know, I, I'm active on social media and I spend a lot of time on it and I wish I, I didn't even have that as an option, honestly. I hear you. I like that. Uh, question 80. Have you ever made a sudden dramatic change to your lifestyle 
and stuck to it. Yes, exactly what I'm doing right now. <laughs> when, I, when I left Los Angeles and was like, you know what? What if I didn't do any of the things that I've been doing for four years uh, and just move uh, to Hawaii and decided to pursue scuba and do scuba every day of my life instead of working in the entertainment industry. And it's the best decision I ever made, honestly. Hey, that's great. That's just great. Uh, 81. What game show, past or present, would you love to be a contestant on? Okay. I is Okay. Game shows? This is another thing that I was really into as a kid. GSN. Game Show Network. Yeah. I watched, I watched that literally my whole life. And do I think I'd be good at any of them? No. I would love to be on The Survivor. Mm. Um, which is maybe not a game show per se, but I love reality TV. Um, I love social experience experiments. I want to be, I think I'd be really bad at survivor. Like on the actual show, I think I'd immediately get voted out, but I want to be on a social experiment. Again, this is why I want my own reality TV show mm-hmm. where I'm a sea captain because it's maybe not a game show, but I would want there to be challenges. And I want to see which sea captain I could do the challenges with best. I just think it's a really, I want, I want to do it. I genuinely think it's a good idea. Like, (laughs) it's a great idea for a show. I absolutely agree. Let's get Ryan Seacrest. What is he doing? He's he's got money to burn, right? Yeah. He's got lots of captains in his Rolodex, I assume. I don't know. (laughs) Uh, 82. What's a quote that you love? I'm, oh God, this feels like very basic, but it's either like not all who wander are lost or like <laughs> um, wherever you go, there you are, right? Just because I, I love a constant reminder to stay in the present and to not be afraid to make big life changes. It's always been a huge part of my life. I really do live by um, the inspirational quote, YOLO. Uh, it's... <laughs> It's truly a huge part of my existence is being like, YOLO. Like, literally, maybe we live more than once. I don't know. But right now, all I know is that I'm living one time. And I do not like to be unhappy. I spent a lot of my life unhappy. And I want to not do that anymore. So I really just, I leave a lot. I up and I move. I, you know, try to make new friendships I'm not afraid to like walk away from opportunities because that's never been the thing that matters for me the thing that matters is like I just want to live a life where I'm not miserable and where I can help other people to feel less miserable and and I just want to go wherever I go and be in the present moment and live there and be okay it's amazing that's just the coolest thing yeah uh 83 I'm sure equally as important a question what's the best shirt that you own the one i'm currently wearing oh (laughs) (laughs) it is my favorite shirt right now and i just love it so i when i moved here i only brought like seven shirts or maybe like six and then i was like that's not enough shirts i'm a you know i'm trying to be a minimalist but like i i that's not even enough for one one per day of the week and so I was like, I'm going to go to Target and I'm going to buy a couple more shirts. <laughs> and 
And because I was like, I just need a couple more. And I just found this really nice tank top that like feels, you know, it's breezy. It's so soft. It, I really like how it looks. It's a crop top. It's just a really good top. It's fantastic. It. Orange. Who doesn't yeah. love it? Yeah, it's orange. <laughs> I don't even really like the color orange that much. But for some reason, this is what I'm vibing. And yet here we are. Exactly. Uh, 84. Would you change your middle name? No. My middle name is Patricia, named after my mom's sister. And mm. I never I never got to meet her. And I think it's so cool to be named in honor of someone, you know? Yeah, I agree. A little piece of them. Just floating off in the world. Nice. Yeah. Uh, 85. What's a good impression you can do? Uh, this is a classic uh, Smeagol, you know? And I do it all the time, especially when I, um, drank alcohol. I mean, like, there literally exists a video of, like, someone playing the Gollum scene from, like, the second Lord of the Rings, where he's like, precious. (sighs) And he, like, screams, and, like, (laughs) So there does exist a video of me approximately like five, six beers in where I'm like, and I'm like literally acting on the video. It's like really mortifying. But yeah, that's, I love it. I don't know if it's even a good impression. I've never been good at impressions. I I would argue you just did a perfect one. So <laughs> check and mate right there. Uh, 86. Is there a tattoo you wanted to get? But are glad you didn't get. Uh, you know, I I have a lot of tattoos on one arm only. And I would say, like, at this point, there are no tattoos that I uh would regret, probably. I mean, I've considered, I like, oh, I wanted to get like, actually, this is actually embarrassing. I'm happy I didn't do this. So I wanted, I was like, I'll put anything on my body. No, I wanted to, have you seen Sweeney Todd the musical? Of Have I lived? Yeah, of course I've seen Sweeney Todd the musical. So like, this is so embarrassing, but I really, so there's a song that Joanna sings in that mm-hmm. musical, Green Vengeance Leonard Bird, where she sings like, outside the sky waits beckoning and i wanted to get that tattooed where it's outside the sky waits beckoning and like i still almost like it right like i still like it i don't hate it like especially out of context (laughs) there's something there you know what i mean i know and so like i just really like that those words outside the sky waits beckoning because that feels so true to me but then the idea of having to be like when people are like, what does that mean? I'm like, it's from Sweeney Todd, the musical. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, everyone's gonna be so judgmental. That's why, if anyone asks, you just have to go, I it just it just came up with it. It's just, it just came, and you know, it, it came, came to me. me. I, I just, like, thought of this, and then I'm like, sorry, Stephen Sondheim. Like, I, I was using a Ouija board, and it spelled out exactly yeah. that. It spelled out that word, and then it was like, love juice. Um, so, yeah. I don't know. Maybe I'll still get it. This conversation is is prompting me to get into my little tattoo brain of like, what if I did get it? It's a good uh, episode of a reality show. Just I is. know. <laughs> me uh, and my sneak captain will go get tattoos. <laughs> you get matching tattoos. 
outside the skyways back to Oh. How are people not tuning into that? I know. Uh, 87. How would you describe your 16-year-old self? Oh, unstable. Mm. So, making just bad decision after bad decision. I was, like, effectively basically living with my boyfriend by 16, like, he, we were spending every night together. He was, like, older than me by a couple of years. I was absolutely out of control with my uh, weed smoking. Like, I was just, like, on one. And meanwhile, I was also, like, still – I was in, like, four AP classes and driving my – I was, like, unwell. Truly, wow. not well. Yeah. I was not I, – I was not doing well. But I was, like – pushing myself to the absolute limits, having panic attacks every day. Like I was still somehow getting a like a 4.6 GPA and, and hated my life. I was like crazy, actually like not doing well. I probably should have gone to a mental hospital, but I survived. And yet here we are. <laughs> here we are. Uh, question 88. What's the worst injury you ever had? I've been very lucky um, to not have any like major things. I did crack my chin open when I was young. Like Ooh. I did one of those classic slam your head down into a counter by accident, mm. you know, and then crack open your chin and then you have to be rushed to the hospital for emergency surgery. Um, classic. So that or being mauled by the dog multiple times. Oh, that dog. Yeah. That vengeful dog. Yeah. Yeah, those were those were kind of serious injuries. And my mom, she'll probably listen to this. She only knows about two of them. Uh, so, sorry, mom. You're going to learn. I, in fact, was bit by our dog more times than you think. But I lied because I was told that if the dog bit me again, they'd have to put him down. So I lied multiple mm. times, um, at least twice about the time that he did bite me. One time I literally said I actually ran my face to a bookshelf because um, I, didn't, I didn't want them to know that it was the dog. You got too big of a heart trying to save that dang dog. Yeah, you know, and I was like, well. Mm-mm-mm. 89. What's a habit of yours you want to break? Probably not uh, responding to messages. I don't mm-hmm. know. Is that considered a habit? That's a bad habit for me is like opening a message and being like, I'll respond to it later. I'm really, really not good at, at um, keeping in touch, honestly. And so that's my my bad habit is, like, thinking I'm going to do things later, but I'm not because then it just piles up and I get overwhelmed. So I want to get in the habit of as soon as I see a message or as soon as anything comes into my life that will take less than two minutes for me to acknowledge or do something about, I just want to be able to do it right there. I love it. That's a great one. Uh, question 90. Hitting the home stretch here. Oh, my gosh. Have you ever lied on your resume? Uh, I think, yeah, absolutely. Uh, <laughs> I, like, what? It doesn't ever, uh, yes. I yes. think that, uh, I think I absolutely lie. I mean, I think I still regularly put on there that I know how to work Adobe Premiere. I barely know how to work. I've, I've <laughs> tried. I don't know. I'm sorry. If you're looking at my resume and you're like, yeah, she's going to help us edit. No, I'm not. Uh, I could probably learn it better than I know it, but I can edit on other softwares kind of. So I figure like I've tried Premiere a handful of times. 
And if someone was like, you got one week before you start and you got to be proficient from here, like, I can be fine. But yeah, like I don't even own the, pres- like the prescription. I don't own the subscription anymore, but I still have it on my resume. So there's the truth. It comes out. Wow. TMZ headline. Boom. Right here. I know. <laughs> Avalon does not know Premiere as well as she yeah. probably thinks she Attention, might. Attention, future employer. <laughs> Also, it's not that tricky. It's like Final Cut. Isn't it? Yeah, yeah, exactly. I think I also have Final Cut on my resume. I I've, I've only used it probably twice. <laughs> I love it. Uh, question 91. Have you ever punched someone in the face? Yes. Ooh. <laughs> Very nice. There. 92. Would you ever go to a nude beach? Yes. <laughs> These ones are easy. Yeah. We're in fire. You see, this this home stretch is all about it. Uh, 93, somehow not the realest question. When was the last time you cried? Uh, approximately 10 minutes before jumping on this call. Perfect. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> Woo, things are going well. I actually was worried. I was like, oh God, I know, I know that he said that he was going to be recording this, like, can you tell that my eyes are swollen? But thank goodness it's just audio. Am I right? Hey, the magic of radio. Uh, 94. What's something you've done and will probably never do again? Oh man. I, I, I honestly will say I live my life without a lot of regrets. So like anything I've done, like I probably will do. Um, I don't know. Eating caramelized onions. I hate them. I never need to do it again. Interesting. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> okay. All right. Yep. All the onion fans across the world are turning off their podcast like, apps I of got choice. It through 94 questions, <laughs> and that's the one. <laughs> that was a br- the straw that broke the onion's back. Yeah. Uh, 95. Best compliment you ever received? I would say, in general, the best compliment that I've ever received was, and I've gotten it a handful of times because I don't know if you're aware that I have missing teeth. Oh, and no. <laughs> my, my teeth come out. I basically have partial dentures. Oh, nice. And, and for years, I was extremely embarrassed about it as one would be when they're a middle schooler that's still missing teeth. But uh, eventually I just learned to embrace it and I got like really open about it. And I have gotten a ton of compliments from people being like, you have like your confidence in your teeth has inspired me to like be willing to show people my missing teeth or be willing to at least, you know, take them out when I eat or, or talk about it with like some, you know, some people don't talk about it with, anyone in their lives they yeah. they hide it and and getting a compliment like that of people being like you inspired me to be a little bit more confident in myself or a little more secure or just like feel a little bit better about the fact that I have it too like that's the ultimate compliment that I can receive oh I love that yeah like yeah. I still got a baby tooth right there yeah I got no I real tooth underneath it stuff. I don't care it's fantastic yeah it's cool it doesn't matter. I think that smiles being a little fucked up are the cutest things. And like, that's why I get told all the time, like, 
and I've been told in this, in the industry, right. When I was like trying to be just an actress and actress on screen, I got told so many times that my teeth would never be able to work in, in this field that no matter what really? I was going to have to get veneers. I was going to have to do something. And, and that pressure is felt by a lot of people. You see how many females specifically uh, celebrities and, and a lot of like, you know, a lot of males too, but like women are, there's a lot of pressure to be so perfect. And I think that yeah. I've always loved, I think if anything, my teeth are an advantage for me in the industry. I love them. I, I will not change them. I don't want to get even fake ones anymore. I've tried, but I, I'm not able to. And I think that's a sign from the universe that mm-hmm. I don't need to have fake teeth. I'm not eligible for them in the surgery. So I don't need to push it. I don't need to like change myself in that way. I don't care. I love it. I love it. Uh, question 96. Tell me a joke. Tell you a joke. Oh. Oh my gosh. <laughs> All I can think of our, one of my coworkers tells dad jokes on the scuba boats every day. And all I can think about are these dad jokes that he tells. I don't even know. What's a good one? Um, the one that he always tells is like, why? (laughs) It's so stupid. (laughs) Um, okay. Do you know the Hawaiian word for turtle? Uh, no, I don't know the Hawaiian word for turtle. It's honu. And do you know what they'd say? What they'd call it if turtles took over the world? Oh boy. A whole new world. A whole new world. <laughs> it's so dumb. It's pretty good. But there it is. That's that's pretty solid. That's pretty that's pretty alright. Classic. It's the song that makes it. It really yeah. it's the yeah. Cause you envision turtles on a carpet, right? That's yes. what I'm yeah. <laughs> They would just be so far apart on that carpet too. A little oh it's adorable. No, they're huge. These guys are like oh, bigger they're... than me. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> These turtles are we're talking big giant turtles. That recontextualizes it a little yeah. bit. But yeah. They're not still. small therapists. Still adorable. Uh ninety seven. Ninety seven used to be a question that I came up with that just wasn't that good. So I took it. I threw it out, and I replaced it with the listener question of the week. And if uh, any of the lovely listeners have a question that they want to see used on a future episode of the show, it's 99questionspod at gmail.com or 99questionspod on Twitter. I literally forgot that we were recording a podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Until I have to blatantly (laughs) shill the Twitter I mean, really, we are. There's just this one so little part. Funny. Oh, dang! I should be more careful. Hopefully, I haven't said anything that I was like regretting. I mean, yeah. I knew what I. I know I'm on a podcast. Uh, so we got a question from TJ in AZ. Hey. Uh, uh, I am a fan of her. A normal person explains videos on YouTube. <laughs> Would love to know what inspired them. Thank you, DJ. Okay. Well, TJ, thank you. Uh, I, okay. So as I've said, like, I got this kind of really frantic energy to me, and I've always had it my whole life. And 
um, all my closest friends from when I was a kid know that I used to have unbearable stage fright to the point where I would have like panic attacks and almost like throw up before performing, before speaking, like any of these things, even though I've always been a very extroverted person. So in a lot of the comedy that I did all through my life, I would have this kind of character where I would just get flustered and and anxious because it was easy for me to channel that. I've always had that just within me. And then, and basically the circumstances that led to my very first normal person video were just me actually trying to understand what was going on with the stock market when all the GameStop stuff was going on, right? And so I legitimately tried to educate myself on what was happening. And then I was trying to explain it to myself. And I was, as, as I've said, I was just hanging out in my car for an abnormal amount of hours for no reason. I was just hanging out in my car and I was like reading and watching all these videos. And I was like, dude, I don't know if anyone's done a good job explaining this, but I think it'd be hilarious if I tried. And so in one take, I just <laughs> put my phone up and I was like, I've read about five articles. I've watched about three videos. I think I could give it a shot. And then I just tried to channel like my anxious, weird vibes from when I was like younger and got so flustered while speaking and that's what inspired it and and then I realized how you know a lot of people saw themselves in it even though it's extremely it's extremely dramatic and I'm like almost having a panic attack and like crying but it was like a kind of realistic attempt of me trying to explain myself so that's how they came about oh absolutely brilliant and absolutely hilarious video uh even if it came from a place of reality still very good uh and thank you tj for the question thank you tj uh question 98 what made you want to be who you are today what made me be what i what (laughs) who i I am what i am yes I am's what I am's, I am and what am. made you want to be who you am's today? <laughs> Honestly, uh, the complications of relationships made me, like, I think that people are so complicated, and I think that relationships, like, you know, I, I grew up in a family where we had a lot of dynamics that were sometimes dysfunctional sometimes not happy and and I learned a lot from that and I think that I'm not a perfect person like oh my god things are hard but I think that it's helped me to feel like people are complicated I'm very understanding sometimes to a fault I'm I try to be I see everything from everyone's perspective but I'm happy for that because I think that I really see the complexity in people in a way that you know a lot of people are a little more, I guess, I don't know. I guess I'm very realistic in a, in a certain sense, Yeah. but I'm not realistic in the sense that I think that you should, you know, put yourself in a box and be like, no, that's not realistic. It's not realistic for you to dream big, but I think it's not realistic to expect people to be perfect or to expect um, people to not fuck up. And I think that in general, that's made me who I am. Like I, I always give people the benefit of the doubt. I love to listen to people. I love to listen to people's hard stories. I love to help people through things. And like, I don't know. I think it's just a, a huge part of who I am is embracing 
people for how naturally chaotic and, and interesting they are. That's amazing. Yeah. Uh, we reached the top of the mountain here. Wow. Well, the titular question, if you were. Question 99. What do you want to be remembered for? I think I want to be remembered for not being afraid to show who I really am. And and I want to be remembered for encouraging other people to be authentic versions of themselves and like embrace their weird quirks and their tendencies and just like, you know, live. I, I don't know. I want to be remembered for living a life that is is fun and cool and adventurous and also for inspiring other people to do that i like i want to take people on trips like i want to start a side venture where i like <laughs> i like take young girls who are like 18 19 20 and be like let me take you on your first backpacking trip let me show you how to like trust yourself and and be willing to put yourself in situations that sometimes aren't always like amazing but they will teach you something really cool and teach you how to be yourself and meet people and i don't know so that's another side venture i want to do maybe after or before the reality show is start this business of, of, of taking girls and like showing them how to live on their own and trust themselves and believe in themselves and have fun and be safe amazing that's truly something amazing i would yeah. love to see it it's it's huh? the definition of YOLO. It really is. I think I'm going to start a company called YOLO with Avalon. <laughs> it's a working title. It's Listen, uh, we're in the brainstorming process. You can't, you know, it's all good ideas. Yeah. I love it. I love it. Uh, Avalon, I wish I could talk to you more. I'm plumb out of questions here. It was a great time. I had oh, such a good time talking. It was uh, mm -hmm. uh, an absolute pleasure. Truly uh, amazing. Thank you so much uh, for doing this and being so generous with your time. Oh, thank you for inviting oh. me. I really appreciate this. Oh, you know. <laughs> uh, is there anything that you want to uh, plug or promote or float into the ears of our wonderful listeners? Uh, other than your soon-to-becoming sailor <laughs> sea captain reality show, which is genuinely like the best idea that we've come up with in like 50 something episodes of the show. That is, you know? I, I would watch every episode of that, but uh, yes, if there's anything you'd like to promote, the, the floor is exclusively yours. Uh, you know, I don't have anything specific that I'm promoting right now. I, I honestly, I took kind of like a step back from a lot of acting and, and performing and any of that. I have a couple games that are coming out later that I'm voicing in, but I, I, they aren't even announced yet. So at this point, the only oh. thing I have to plug is is go out there and, and live some cool adventures. Go grab a buddy or go by yourself and just go to a restaurant and talk to a stranger. That's what I'm plugging. This is the best. This is the best plugs ever. <laughs> <laughs> That's me. Ask a stranger if they look like somebody that they should yeah, recognize. Go, go to a bar and ask someone, be like, Oh my god! Sorry, I was staring at you. I thought you were my friend. <laughs> and then they're gonna be like, "Do you want me to be your friend?" And then the rest <laughs> is history. It's all there. It's all there. Yep. 
That's what I'm going to do to find. I'm just going to start wandering around the harbor looking for, <laughs> looking for sea captains. And being like, oh my God, I thought I recognized you. Wait, have I been on a boat with you before? And they'll be like, no. And I'm like, well, do you want to go on a boat together for a year? Mm-hmm. Live? <laughs> as you like bring in a camera crew and like know, the mics and, like, and like come on yep that's the, that's it i'm like wow i feel inspired i'm gonna create the pitch deck right now it's all there it's all there <laughs> and we've already got two seasons we have done the hard work for you developer avalon penrose a cool name and an even cooler person. How amazing was she? Uh, what an absolute gem. And even if she doesn't have anything to promote, go follow her on TikTok. She has really good TikToks. But uh, it's last call time. The red light is on. Let's just figure out what we learned here today. We learned all about these colorful purple sea slugs, the nudies. I actually looked up what makes them glow purple. It's, uh, oh, it's too much spinach. Oh, no, that can't be good. We learned all about the Sea Captain reality show, which I genuinely think is a great idea. Here's a couple potential titles. At the Helm, A Shore Thing, Oh Captain, My Captain. Any of those would work. We learned that the Toyota Corolla is the best car around, as long as Toyota sends me one. We learned that Pants McGants is the greatest nickname I've ever heard. And we learned that Teeth Quirks can be very cute and nothing you should ever worry about. Now, if you'll excuse me, I'm getting a sign from the universe that says I should be outside with the beckoning sky talking to a stranger. I'll see you again in two weeks for our next episode. Till then, thank you, and good night.